2: I woke up today and
4: I had a bunch of text messages and that, your first thought is like, oh no. And then it's everyone saying, Tom Brady re-retires again? Uh, yes. 2021?
3: Two? What, two what, 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 three? What Congratulations, so, Tom Brady, on your second retirement. I believe him this time, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Stop it. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there just in case so I could say, I told you, man! I knew he'd be back! Because there just seems like... So many better opportunities this year than there was last year. But hey, when you're done, you're done. Just goes to show you all the hot air everybody's been speaking for the past few weeks about San Francisco or the Raiders and everything else. You know, it all comes down to him just taking a little jog on the beach and saying, you know what, guys, I'm done. But there's two other people that also decided to hang it up.
4: And I want to figure out who leaves more of an impact. Tom Brady. After 23 NFL seasons saying farewell, uh, Dr. Phil, after 21 years, Dr. Phil announced that he is no longer doing daytime TV. The guy that brought us uh, Catch Me Outside, girl. The guy that sat down with everyone and everyone for the last 20 years.
3: I mean, he saved and changed lives and relationships uh, and Dr. provided Phil. us with a lot of daytime television. Dr. Phil McGraw, who we had on our show. Nice fella. He's like, you guys, I I like you guys. No Hollywood BS. We should hang out. No Hollywood BS. We should get together. I looked him up, too. Worth $460 million. Oprah Winfrey put him on the map, took it, and ran with it. Got to give him props for that. So ask yourself, That we got uh, Tom Brady, Dr. Phil, and
4: the third person he announced after having some health issues, canceled tour dates, and has said he is no longer going to perform live. Ozzy Osbourne.
3: The Prince of Darkness himself. Yeah. Sharon! And, of course, the creator of reality television and the godfather of metal music. He says, it's probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to share with my loyal fans. (laughs) His one purpose during this time is to get back on stage. You know, he had a major accident, damaged his spine. And after four years and a few surgeries, he said his body's too physically weak to do it. But he's honestly humbled by the fans. They held on to their tickets. And he says it really Fs him up more than you'll ever know. Spinal. I never... Spinal. 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 I should give him uh, my my doctor's information. Never would I have imagined that my touring days would have ended this way. He thanks his family, his band, his crew. And he says he loves you all. Very sad message from Ozzy Osbourne. He didn't want to go out that way. But... His body's too weak, didn't recover the way he wanted to. Just put out a stellar album, ton of collaborations recently. So I don't know if he's done making music, but he's done touring. Well, so th- did today I ask is you? a sad day of wow, three goats are gone and retirements. And it makes you think about your legacy, your oh, life, yeah. your retirement. And I'll tell you what, I'm in no rush to think about that. I got buddies my age that talk about it. I'm like, Get out of here, man! Retirement to me—that just means like one step closer to death. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if not you're on to be weird, everybody. Look, but no, no, then again, like, not everybody you know, loves what they do, and I get that. And there's life to live. You know, we're in a fortunate situation where we actually like our jobs. Yeah. We have fun. But
4: even if we were old and you know rich, and you know, I feel like you and I could still like do even if it was like a weekly podcast, like in our diapers.
3: Hey, Camino, remember when? Wait, uh, yeah, who are you? We can talk about old guy stuff, like rock ports and. Uh, Geritol, and just old guy stuff. Wrinkle cream, hemorrhoid cream. Welcome to the show, midweek duck feeding. Exactly, duck feeding. We're going to feed the ducks. Talk about our great grandkids. Take a look back in time. Talk about the good old days, (laughs) the roaring 20s, the 2020s. Old school when 80 hits. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Say you could do this, you know, till you're long in the tooth, as they say. Like our old buddy, Cousin Brucey, that's a, that's an old guy saying, "Long in the tooth." You're it there. Yeah, there is. I'm already preparing. Long in the <laughs> but yeah, people got that on their mind today because of three big announcements. I yeah. wonder if Doctor Phil's like, hey, 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 you know, Tom uh, Brady uh, stealing my son today. Now, I wonder I wa- how he
4: feels. I, I about want you it. to take yourself out of Fox Sports Radio sports mode for a second. I thought
3: the question we were posing is, who do you care least about?
4: Um. At least, I mean, probably because I'm not at home during the day watching daytime TV. Dr. Phil. But I will ask you. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, catch me outside? What, what, what does that mean?
5: By the way,
3: my How mom, you know, it's a whole, you know what? Write this down, Rich, because if we have time, because we have fun here on Covino and Rich. Yeah. Like random parental crushes. Like, I think my mom has the hots for Dr. Phil. To me, that's weird. Well, I told you, my mom gave me a really weird text recently. Yeah. Where no, save it. Maybe we oh, talk about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> weird, you know, who your parents have a crush on. We just, had Dr. Phil on our show, and my mom goes, Steven, how blue were his eyes? I was like, What, Ross? I'm telling Dad. What are you talking about? I'm telling Dad is Dad. the only mustache you're allowed to talk about. <laughs> I'm telling Dad. She goes, Isn't his eyes so blue? I'm like, hey, relax there, mom. Getting all hot and heavy about Dr. Phil. You're creeping me out. So maybe yeah. that's because I heard Danny G's mom had a crush on somebody interesting, too. So maybe we get to that okay, later. If that's we have a time. fun one. But, but anyway, want, everybody, like said, every mom's crush. Dr. Phil,
4: I want you to really to, you know, take your mind out of Fox Sports for a second. Honestly, answer. What leaves the biggest impact? Dr. Phil off of TV. Ozzy Osbourne never performing live again. Or Tom Brady being done playing football.
3: Well, think about this. I mean, you this is Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I was so. say, you
5: guys know you're on Fox
3: Sports yeah, so Radio. Yeah, everyone's everyone's going to be like, your, man, you're
4: we talking about Tom Brady. But there's a lot of hey, people that hate blind, Tom Brady. Take the blinders off, Spot. Like, the blinders, and I'm a big – I mean, who loves NFL football more than me? My answer is still Tom, maybe. But I think Ozzy saying he's never going to perform again – I know he's, like, old and hobbly it's anyway. It's coming-of-age <laughs> it, sort of
3: thing. Well, though, just
4: knowing that he'll never take the stage again First is, off, is very did similar. Did you guys
3: get to see him live? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I work for his channel. I'm Lucky on Ozzy's dogs. Boneyard
4: every weekend on SXM 38. You know how Camino got that job, by the way? You know, Camino has a rock background, but to be on Ozzy's channel... He actually had to bite the, the head off a bat. Yes.
3: True story. <laughs> it was,
4: yep. it was and, disgusting. Uh, Ozzy and Sharon so you, hired him. That's how you earned your then.
6: bat wings? Yeah, that's how Yes. We,
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean, weird, because I have bat wing as we speak. Yeah, it's a little hot in the studio. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm on Ozzy's Boneyard, SXM 38, every Saturday and Sunday morning, so you could wake up with me. You know you want it. Do you send them a little, uh, how do you do, or what? But, but you got to think about the impact, okay? Like... I know a lot of people surprised that he's even around still, right? Let's be real about that. It's a miracle that this guy's even alive and kicking. And at a high level, 74 years old, the Prince of Darkness. Besides the album sold, some people give him credit for reality TV. Well, yeah, think about
4: it. In the early 2000s, we were obsessed with a few things. Paris Hilton and Nicole Ritchie, The Simple Life. We were obsessed with Anne and Nicole Smith, the late great Anne and Nicole Smith who was hot back in the day. Then became a mess, unfortunately. And the Osborns. Yeah. People were obsessed with that show. You got to meet the kids. Sharon became super famous more we than she already was, she brought ended up his home. She ended up judging, you know, all these reality shows. The Osborns were One of the first
3: families we followed around. Had huge cultural impact for sure. And again, it has nothing to do with the music. The godfather of metal changed the game. You know, he brought metal to where it is today. To, you know, the hard rock, any hard rock band today influenced by Ozzy Osbourne. And it's kind of hard to add up because he had his own solo legacy. But I think if you combine his solo music with Black Sabbath. He's got close to 100 million albums sold. I think anywhere between 70 million, I, I'm checking all different stats online and everything, but anywhere between 70 million and 100 million albums sold. So, hugely impactful, and also big news. Well, you know what's also hugely impactful?
4: Going to 10 Super Bowls, yes. winning seven of them, holding every practically every single passing record in the NFL. And you know what's also impressive? Being on network television every day for decades and having a net worth close
3: to half a billion dollars. And by the way, you know what these three guys had in common, too? Especially Dr. Phil. Uh, None of
4: them. Beautiful eyes, according to your mom. What's Beautiful eyes.
3: Beautiful eyes. None of them really had to do it for as long as they did it. They did it for the love of the game. All of them. Dr. Phil, once he got linked up with Oprah... And sold millions of books or whatever he, he was yeah, doing. Yeah, he could have done that for like five right years. Then and there,
4: yeah. yeah. Ozzy Osbourne don't need to be performing in his seventies, no. and Tom Brady is forty-five. He so could have walked walk, walk
3: away ten years ago. I thank all of them. Because I think they did it for the love of the game and for the fans. So I think all of them are on a great so, career. Congratulations!
6: Yeah. I thought you were going to say they all cheated to start their career.
4: Oh, <laughs> you know it's possible. You don't know, but you know. Doctor Phil
6: is he a doctor?
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Tom
4: Brady. Mm-hmm. To play a no, game. What I heard he
3: has an MD. Yeah. And,
4: and, and Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, no, I'm sure he, that guy he went on the fair, road a lot. He yeah. did his fair share of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean,
3: he definitely cheated on his diet. I can tell you that he wasn't the healthiest guy. So,
4: as we get past, you know, three legends all hanging it up, it is Fox Sports Radio. So, let's take it to Tom Brady for a second. Not everybody loves
3: Tom Brady, Rich, the way we love Tom Some people Brady. hate him, which is, exactly. equally, uh, which is equally impactful. And, and there's when a lot of people, even our very own Ron Parker, that was like, yo, yo, yo. Something along the lines of, you know, hey, we can't forget that he was accused of cheating and deflate gate and all this other stuff. He said, if you're going to bring up all the negative when you bring up greats like Barry Bonds, you got to bring up the negative when you bring up Tom Brady. Man, Rob Parker's hating, huh? Yeah, yeah. Rob Parker (laughs) wasn't hating. He was stating on his social media. And I'm only bringing that up simply because not everybody Mm -hmm. loves Tom Brady the the, way we do. I, I found Tom Brady to be a great inspiration. The big question, Mark,
4: that you don't understand, I don't understand, Ramos, Danny G, Spot, Dan Byer, if anyone in the room understands, please let me know why now when you came back to tampa on a mediocre team you got to the playoffs one and done one of your you just know, one bitch. of your least impressive career moments and now you have the ability to to fulfill add another, that add story another chapter the but story this, ending. the next chapter would automatically be better if he went to Vegas he had all those options if Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch decided hey you know Purdy's out six months we're gonna deal Garoppolo we don't have that money on the books anymore Tom Brady's only gonna want 20 something million he's not gonna want 40 or 50 like Russell Wilson or Mahomes why now like if
3: anything I feel like any theories Giselle's gone the kids are getting older yeah I thought if anything here's what I what I was thinking. Just simply to justify his decision to come back one year, which sort of cost him his relationship, or at least was the nail in the coffin, I thought for sure he'd be back. All right, then let me be gossipy. Do you and think there's any chance on earth that him and Giselle get back together? There's always a chance. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And maybe that's it. And that'll make sense. Like, oh, that's why he's maybe he Maybe now he's, now he's on a mission to like, fight for her. For those of you I who know. didn't see the social media post this morning... When he thanked his fans and family as he got emotional, you scroll through the pictures and there was one of him and his kids and Giselle and everything so yeah. you know it's not
6: impossible not impossible. I thought it was weird that he finished it with a jujitsu move. yeah again uh-huh. I'm
4: coming for you Hold on. she <laughs> did
6: she wished him well. Yeah. She
4: did, she's
5: like wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life, Tommy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you yeah. think.
4: Was, was that it? audio of her, by the way? Or- uh, oh, no, nah. that was, oh no, that was me. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Damn, okay.
1: <laughs> Do you think that was like the fifth take of that? Because there were, like, airplanes flying so by. So funny. They're,
4: Ramos, it's so funny you bring that up. This morning- <laughs> There had we, to be a
1: dog that ruined he, it one time. He,
5: and wh- he couldn't have picked, like, a beautiful sunny day to make this make I his know, announcement? But, no, added to the somber the vibe. The gloom. I, it, yeah.
4: Yo, Ramos, you and I, it must be sharing a brain, because this morning when Kavino and I were doing our podcast, I said, uh, I go, yo, think of all, every time, like, my wife takes a picture, or even if you take pictures of your kids, or you're, you and your wife- it's always like a bunch of them, and now they pick the best one. I'm like, how many times do you think he was like, hey, Tom Brady here, I want to... Uh, hold on, We me clear my throat. <clears> throat> Take two. Hey, I'll what's go! up? Well, uh, the damn crow in the background. Hold on, let me try again. <clears throat> hey, everyone, Tom Brady here, and uh, you know, I think... Figured... Oh, hold on, there's a cop car passing. God damn. <laughs> right? I, here's the other thing. I mean, he, you he, think he on his like...
3: phone, there's like 20 yeah. outtakes? I think he did like five takes. And then once he got one, he rolled with it, Now was it. It was all the way through, because you see him getting emotional toward the end. I don't think he could have faked that funk. He's not (laughs) that great of an actor yet. I don't don't know. You haven't seen
6: the movie
5: yet. I know. know I haven't. You're right. (laughs) I mean, 80 for Brady. Was he like, hey, guys. No, can't do that. Okay. Hey, it's... No. No. Hi, it's... mm. Yo. Yo, what's up? It's time. Hmm. It's me, but again, I I'm thought the problem it's me. <laughs> I thought for
3: sure with the opportunities me, available. Think Tom. about this, ready? <laughs> with the opportunities available this year, with the justification of coming back at all, right? I thought he'd stick it out at least one more year. And I never thought in a million years that the goat would go out on that note. Nobody did. So again. Little does hmm. everyone in the sports world know until he makes that announcement today, shakes everything up, and that really has huge impact on, on where the rest of the quarterback situation I, I ends up in the NFL. Thought, I think we all thought, I think it's fair to say, that him retiring wasn't really
4: on our mind. I think you, me, everyone in the room, other hosts no on way. Fox Sports, I think the narrative as of yesterday was, ooh, Niners. Before because that, there was it no was... there's no way he came ooh, back for that. Raiders. Yeah, he came back... So, um, again... Every time there's a breakup, what do we always say? Yeah, there's more to it.
3: You know, as we reflect on these careers and time flying by, I think Danny G made a really great point off the air, and I don't want to steal it from you, Danny G, so please elaborate, but it really does put LeBron James' greatness in perspective, considering what he's doing now at this age. When he retires, he's our last guy, right? Yeah. Of this generation. He's like our last dude. Now that Tom Brady's gone... LeBron is our last guy, and that's
6: really the end, almost, if you're sort of in our generation of our youth. A lot of us, and we're all around the same age, we share that timeline with Tom Brady when our career started, and we've gone through all the ups and downs with him, and last hour you mentioned that you felt like it was a little bit somber because his career is ending. I was thinking, man, this might make some people appreciate LeBron just a little bit more in the moment because... He dropped a triple-double inside Madison Square Garden yesterday to beat the Knicks in overtime. The
3: first player to log a triple-double in his 20th season or beyond. So for anyone that was saying he was slipping, he's proven that it just took him a little while to get going. I've I've
4: seen memes of his stats from over a decade ago when he was an MVP, and now, and they're odd identical like they really are they're they're so close so lebron i think because he's on a team that's just not winning it's taken away from the fact that what he's still doing and it's unbelievable and to reiterate what danny g said if you're late 30s 40s if you're around our age well if you're going to reiterate it you got to say it in his voice oh i don't know if i could do that <laughs> so guys I mean, oh man nah, no, it hurts when i even try to talk that deep but you know If you're roughly, like I said, late 30s, 40s, your life and career and post-high school and college lined up with Tom Brady, LeBron James. There were a few greats, and as they retire, you're like, man, I'm still like a 40-year-old guy and I'm working. But it's the last of
3: our, quote, childhood heroes. Because everyone now— The first, I feel like, was Griffey Jr. Right, Because we saw him as the kid— and then we saw him with, with all these injuries and a gut, and he was, <laughs> you know, grand opening, grand, grand closing. We saw it go by like that. I, like, saw wow. Ken, I
4: saw Ken Griffey Jr., like you said, go from having, you know, backwards nice little hat. backwards hat with a little uh, soul glow underneath, you know, young spry climbing the wall, Ken Griffey Jr. Wearing and his then, turtleneck, yeah. Then you, know, his then, then you saw him like 20 years later with a mock turtleneck and a beer gut being like, hey, it's over.
3: Like, wow, the kid? No, but like that was kid? like the first indication maybe for us. Like, man, we just saw that guy's whole career go by. It's pretty amazing. Time flies. Then your personal heroes and favorites retire. Me personally, like Derek Jeter, like, man, yeah. he's done, starting to feel old. And then you realize but then every- you still have all these other goats, like Tom Brady, and as of today, yeah. done. Well, and now we're hanging on to LeBron, like, no, he's still got yeah. it! Yeah. I mean, listen,
4: whether, whether or not you're around our age or not, you will be there one day, or you've passed it, and you know that feeling of... The people you sort of looked up to or that were around your age are done. So everyone you root for moving forward is a kid. Like, I'm no longer looking up to Joe Montana or Steve Young. I'm rooting for a kid that could be my son. Yeah. Brock, Kurt- Brock Purdy would be my son if I got my high school girlfriend pregnant. That- like, like, I
1: mean, <laughs> come on. That's why you have to find somebody now like John Moran or something like that. Where to that, root for. To root for now. That way you don't feel old. Yeah. That way he, when he's in his prime, you're like 64 and you're like, Man, I love this kid. You gotta I love find this guy. Another guy. Yeah, yeah. You gotta find. You, you, you got can't have guys that
6: pass you up because then, like you said, you feel
3: old. You're so right about that, Ramos. So right about that.
6: But, but just rock a throwback jersey, though. Right? Yeah. We've talked about this before. You don't want some little kid's jersey on you.
4: Yeah, I mean, like Polar Bear Pete Alonzo is my dude, but he's also again, he could be, he could be uh, my child. <laughs> Polar Bear Pete.
3: Hey, way back on a Wednesday. Do you guys? rich brings this up often and i share the thought with him do you remember realizing that the old third base coach was like an all-star at one point you're like wait that old guy used to play
4: (laughs) well you know what because when you're a kid
3: you assume the coaches in pro sports are just a bunch of old
4: guys (laughs) and then you're like when you're a kid and your dad would be like you know Davey johnson used to be on the orioles and you're like what Wait, Sparky Anderson was a player. Don Zimmer, the wait, these guys
3: played. That's going to be next <laughs> as we see all of our heroes yeah. or our our, our our guys in our generation retire. That's going to be the next stage where well, we're yeah. seeing I mean, look them. At like Deion Sanders is a high profile college coach yeah, he now. still looks young. You I know? know, but I'm saying like
4: you're realizing when you see like the Cora brothers coaching and di- different players that you remember. Dave Roberts, we always joke about how. Wait, Dave Roberts is the same skinny, spry guy that stole second base for the Red Sox. That guy, yeah. the Dodgers manager?
6: In Covino, Dion doesn't look that old, but he does wear a fanny pack now. And so Ooh, that is true. He has some and grandfather time, tendencies. It's a man
4: bag. And, <laughs> and when he says primetime, primetime is like now in, in bed by 9 p.m. I saw a meme that said, You know, you're, you're coming of age when you used to brag about how late you partied, and now the brag is like how early you got to bed. You used to be like, yeah, I was raging until 5 in the morning. Now it's like, yo, guess what? I got to bed by 10 the other night. And let's make it clear.
3: You know, the Cavino and Rich show, there's honor in the fight, as Steve Harvey said. There's honor in the fight against Father Time. We're in no rush to get old and believe you me. I'm in denial of it. Steve Harvey told us three important things. He, he said, did. He said this honor in the fight. He said
4: multiple streams of income. Never let one company or one job have total control of you. And he also said a mustache like this garners respect.
3: (laughs) And I said, those are three great pieces of advice from Steve. So like I said, we're, we're by no means in a rush to get older, trying to come across as the old guys, but a day like today can only make you reflect as we say, Hey, Tom Brady, thanks for the memories. Great career. And again, Ozzy Osbourne, Dr. Phil, and then, it makes us think of LeBron, and he's still doing it, so we hang on and we give him props. Well, but we want to talk about cheating as well this yeah, hour. So. You know
4: why? I guess uh, Rob Parker, one of my favorite people at Fox. Oh, he's great. I mean, quite possibly the kindest, you know, we, we don't bump into many of the other hosts, because let's be honest, everyone's all over the country. Dan Patrick, Cowherd, they're in different studios. So we see Rob Parker,
3: and he's a great guy, really friendly. Great guy. He's just great on radio, too, though. Yeah. I enjoy listening to him. He's one of the best in the world. In the world. <laughs> in the world.
4: Rob loves to chirp on social media, and I love it. He wrote, don't forget to mention the Patriots cheating scandal, Spygate and Brady being suspended for cheating, Deflategate. And he goes on to say that include everything like you do for Bonds and Clemens and everyone else. And he does make a point. But as uh, I believe one of the promos here on Fox Sports Radio said, not now, Rob, <laughs> not now. <laughs> let, let him have the
3: moment. Let them have the moment. And then there's another story in the news this week. It's about a 22, 23 year old school teacher named Arlisha Boykins. She's the junior varsity and varsity head coach at Churchland High School Truckers in Virginia. Story goes that she went she went in on a, jun, a JV game and posed as a 13 year old girl.
4: Yeah. 22 22 year old coach yeah. and
3: was fired. Your are the bar- And
5: the varsity coach was fired as well. Yeah, yeah. Not just her. And the team and the...
3: Do
4: <laughs> we yes. did Every- did discover that the varsity coach was playing point guard? Like uh. they were also in the game?
5: <laughs> and the team has opted to sit out the rest of the season. Wow. And the girl who she impersonated was is leaving the school. She's disgusted. She's disgusted, Instead yes. Instead of by playing the with one actions. less
3: hooper, Boykins apparently took matters into her own-, own hands, suited up as a student, athlete, and footage... <laughs> Was obtained, and people were like, yo, that's the t shirt. And she played pretty well, too. (laughs) Yeah, she she got a few layups in there. She got a block. She was nailing her free throws. She got a block. She should have had 10 blocks. I know. I should have been this
6: player.
4: Played against 13 year olds?
3: So people are shocked by this. And again, she was fired as a result. Students' families asking for an apology. But it got us thinking about, again, cheating, cheating in sports. I mean, clearly no one's seen the movie Ladybugs. Right?
6: One of your
4: favorite spot, right? I love it. Rodney Dangerfield. Um Jonathan Brandis. But you know, I want to ask everyone. Let's be honest, if you want to chime in now, 877-99 on Fox, have you cheated? Not on a woman, not on a guy. Have you cheated in sports? Are you the person that when no one's looking At any level? Yeah. Are you the person that when you're golfing, when no one's looking, you pick up your golf ball and throw it another 20 yards? Are you the person that when you're bowling. If you don't get a strike or a spare in the first frame, you go, hey, can you reset lane three, you know, four?
3: Well, in video games, I used to cheat all the time. There's no question. Oh, you kicked the Nintendo button with your toe? I retired. Yeah, I retired at Nintendo undefeated because anytime I was about to lose, I just hit the reset button with my big toe. Nobody ever beat me. So in video games and and stuff like that, absolutely. In actual sports, it doesn't need to be. I don't think I ever. Did anything to gain an unfair advantage in that way? It doesn't need to be some Daniel Monte.
4: Yeah, I was actually 16, and I was in the Little League World Series. It could be something as simple I as... I sharpen up my spikes
3: and, and try many... to take out the shortstop. Yeah,
4: it could be something as simple as, like, yo, in high school baseball, I, uh, I, you
5: know... You, I corked used... your, you corked your bat, didn't you? No, no. I never did. Maybe, Maybe that, Not even in Wiffle 27 oh. home runs. Spot. Imagine how many of, a, of those were imagine legit? There's,
4: imagine there's a big es- expose, a big a big story <laughs> about how Kavino's 27 Little League home runs, they realized he had a corked bat. <laughs>
3: Your legacy would be ruined. <laughs> I'm just thinking how embarrassing. That was Sammy Sosa, right? I don't know why I'm drawing a blank, but yeah. Sammy Sosa with the cork is it, is bat and trying to play st- it isn't off. Isn't
4: there a story about
3: that? Was his batting practice bat there, or whatever?
4: Isn't there like an amazing, absurd story about some player on a team climbing through like ceiling panels to like retrieve Albert Bell's bat? Am I
5: dreaming this? I think you're confusing. That's a weird dream you yeah. had. I think you're confusing. <laughs> using and then Dennis, I woke the up Den- with a mar- then I woke up with a in a big marshmallow. No, you're thinking of the Dennis Rodman story where the girls fell from the ceiling tiles. And that's how why and that's how he was caught him. cheating.
4: I'm telling you, there's a story about a player. I'm going to look this up during the break, and I promise you, there's a story about cheating where when Albert Bell's bat was taken away, one of the players on the team was given the mission. I'm being serious, where he climbed through like like he was John McClane in Die Hard climbing through the ceiling to get to the umpire's room to switch out like Albert through Bell's the vents? Bat, through the vents like you like he was in Die
3: Hard wasn't that bad Santa no but it was but <laughs> i I feel like there's a story I'm gonna love. I'm just to look wondering it up. at any level, it could be Sunday softball. Could have been your little league days. Yeah, could have you, been you, at you? any stage of your life. Were you using you like ever, uh, okay. yeah? Were you, you using like uh, were you using the like a, were
4: you using a sticky substance in high school baseball? And like you like yeah, you know, 20 years later, I admit it. I was like a cheat in I high wanna school. I want to hear
5: the story. Yeah, so. It was a game against the the between the Indians and the White Sox. Okay. The Indians, knowing the bat was indeed corked, dispatched relief pitcher Jason Grimsley to yes! retrieve the bat. Grimsley took a bat belonging to Indians player Paul Sorrento and accessed the area above the false ceiling in the clubhouse and crawled across with a flashlight in his mouth until he reached the ump's room. What? Yeah, that's some switched, impossible stuff. He wow. switched Bell's bat with Sorrento's and returned to the clubhouse. Dude, oh, so I, the
3: so the umpires oh. had retrieved the bat for yeah. inspection, and then he switched. And then during oh, the
5: sixth wow. inning, the Ump's custodian noticed clumps of ceiling tile on the floor of the Ump's room, <laughs> oh. plus twisted I metal brackets you. in the ceiling. That's I didn't a great dream story. It. I didn't dream it. I knew I it. I mean, but it and was it possible. Wait. They had the FBI was flown in to investigate. <laughs> That's wild. I don't remember that. I don't think. <laughs> Is that wild? Yeah. was Dusted for fingerprints in the path uh, the burglar took okay, was discovered. So That's think about Fantastic. It. If people are going <laughs> these lengths to get an advantage in professional
3: sports when you know there's a chance you could get caught, right? You're going to tell me that on a lower level that people, the average fella didn't do whatever he could
6: to get the advantage? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com
1: and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week
3: Sound the trumpets! It's horse racing time, so saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250.
4: Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. Nutrifol.com, spelled N U T R A F O L, promo code C R SHOW. That's Nutrifol.com,
7: promo code C R SHOW. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Perfect.
3: What are we calling it on our Patreon show? Uh, uh, Dingleberry February. And, you know, it takes me back to 1984. The year was 1984! (laughs) Four! And I was in the All-Valley Championship, and my son say he's a bad guy bad dude told me to Wait, take out the kid's guy, uh, knee crease yeah john crease yeah, I, yeah, I know and i was like really you want me to take out his knee <laughs> and he said you got a problem with that And i said no sensei are you sure this and is and i story? did it. yeah it oh, was well, me okay. 19, I, you know what man it was right. it was wild but i felt bad about it but hey cheating happens at every level steve they actually have audio <laughs> from that actual moment that no sweep the lick Oh, wow. That's your
4: story. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the, Man. Ro- the Rosie Ruiz thing, it took them eight days to figure this out, and they stripped her of the title. There was a whole investigation. What she did was she took a train and popped out a half a mile before the finish line eight. and re- literally ran a half a mile and was like, I won the marathon. Eight. Uh, Jim in Mississippi, and then we'll get into midweek major. Hey, Jim, you're on. Kavino and Rich.
1: Hey guys, love y'all. Thanks, I brother. Just started listening to y'all. I Thank appreciate you, that. Sure. Hey,
4: download the podcast if you ever miss it, man.
1: Uh, yes, sir. I understand that, but I'm old guy. My fingers don't work too good, but I
4: got <laughs> ah, something. We'll, we'll walk you through
1: it. What's up, Jim? Right, change the subject, and I hate to, and y'all stay because I'm loving it. It's all good. Change it on my wife, anyhow. Oh, uh, <laughs> another story. Cooper Rush, yeah, with Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I sure wish New Orleans would go on and get him, because he would make a good quarterback. Seeing their their coaches gonna leave, I guess. And uh, God, just believe Cooper Rush needs a good chance.
4: Interestingly enough, Cooper Rush did fill in quite admirably for oh, the yeah. Cowboys. You wonder, is he one of those guys though? In that backup spot, starting role is great, but if he were a full time starting would quarterback, would be we'd be yeah. like disappointed. We don't know. Nobody knows, really. That happens often, right? Like, a guy has a couple spot starts, and it's like, oh, man, he's got some... He's got the juice. And it's like, well, slow down. If he was there every week, you might not love him. I don't know if that's Cooper Rush. But you know what I do know? But he was impressive this year. It's time for Midweek Major.
6: Covino and Rich get you over the middle of the week with Midweek Major. Major, Major, Major. Ooh, I love that. We
4: throw sports and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas and... It's
6: like the kids say. That's so mid. definitely major. CNR scoring. Midweek major. Aw, yeah. Welcome into a Wednesday. 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 Right here on FSR and CNR. We're going to mix it up a little bit today, boys. Don't be jealous, but look what I have in my hand. Oh, what do you got? Ben Maller's penny. Uh Talk about a celebrity in the studio. You probably know he keeps up it no. Dude, for ten years in a row, the number one rated Benny versus the penny, this is the penny right here. Oh, Oh man. All right, now Covino, you're on mic one, so I'm gonna call it home turf for you. You call it in the air, okay? All right, heads. Whoop. Oh, landed on the counter here. Good sound effects. Thank you. Tails. Yeah! That's oh. uh, so what I said.
3: Heads I win, tails you
6: lose. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I said tails
4: you lose. Wait, I'll, I'll defer. No, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll receive. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. All right, <laughs> so Rich
6: is going to go first. Yeah. And now, your host for Midweek Major, hailing from Scotch Plains, New Jersey, the one and only Spotty Boy. Hey! hey guys. What's up? right,
5: I'm going to throw you some stories. Let's You're go. Gonna give me going to uh, give me some feedback. I'll give you the juice. Let's go. Um, Tom Brady retiring, Midweek or Major. Uh, <laughs> Put that to bed. Uh, Rich. Since you're going first, I'm going to p- pick the weakest story out of the stories I have. Oh, sweet. Uh, Thanks, bud. Two monkeys were stolen from the Dallas Zoo. They've gone missing in the latest string of animal-related bizarre disappearances. Very bizarre. A couple of emperor tamarind monkeys went missing. And there's evidence of tampering Well, in the uh, in the restricted area, believing that the, uh, the monkeys were ape-napped, Rich. Ape ape-napped. Napped. Well, hold on. Ramos, this is weak. <laughs> A leopard went missing earlier this month, I, people, so there's something afoot at the th- Dallas Zoo. There's yeah. something going on. They they found I saw this because there
4: was a dude that they took surveillance and it was like some just some young kid eating a bag of Doritos and they're like he might be a suspect or the monkeys fitting. under his hoodie. Here's the deal, they I think they have since found these monkeys you speak of, Spot. But the story is ridiculous. Don't touch animals at the zoo. First of all, the zoo sort of odd in the first place. They got all these wild animals cooped up in a zoo. Now you try to steal them. How about, can we stick to dogs and cats and maybe uh, maybe a ferret? Like we don't need monkeys in someone's house. It's like the people that have pigs as
3: pets.
1: Wee. Leave them in the zoo.
3: Bring your kids. This is a weak ass story. Uh, I think it's major, and I want to take this opportunity <laughs> to major. shout out Harambe. I still remember, and yeah, never and forget Harambe. Piece. I know uh, people stealing exotic animals, and you said it's not the first time. Like it's a growing trend. It's a growing trend. It's gross. Same zoo. And by the way, I would never like downplay this
5: story, Rich. You're gonna have PETA on your butt. No way. This is this is big news,
3: man.
6: Definitely major.
5: I feel bad about it. All right. It's uh, going with snacks. We just mentioned Doritos. Um, so Anthony Edwards has mentioned that he's obsessed, obsessed with Chester's Hot Fries. Chester's Hot Fries. He revealed that he eats 21 bags of Chester's Hot Fries a week.
3: He- T- Hold on.
5: Let me finish the story, oh, okay. though. He listed uh, in the 10 things that he can't live without in a G- GQ Sports interview, saying they're the best chips ever made. But I want you to flashback a few months, and I mentioned it here on, on Midweek Major. His teammate, Carl Anthony Towns, said that he was looking a little sluggish on the court because he was eating too much Popeyes. So I wonder what he has to say about this, Midweek or Major. I'm going to say this is completely. <laughs> this is
4: mid.
3: This is That's like a so that. Uh, let me
4: Let me tell you something. It's. You're a professional athlete. You could eat whatever you want because you're burning so many calories. So if these guys want to eat junk, you ever see Floyd Mayweather Jr. Exactly when the guy was in his prime, he was he talks about eating like uh, you know McDonald's every meal. Michael Phelps was t- eating thousands and thousands of calories during his Olympic days. You know what it pays off when you're a young athlete. When you're an older guy. You start just gaining weight. If I wish I could eat cheese doodles every day. If, I, if you told me I could have a, a,
3: bag, are... a bag of uh, salt and vinegar chips every day, I yeah, would. Yeah, but it's not it good can't. because you're young, right? I mean, training, boxing training and playing basketball, I mean, two different
4: things, you in told my me when, opinion. You told me when you were a younger, active guy playing like high school and college sports, you, know, you told me
3: you would drink bottles of soda a day. I did. I did. I had, again, that metabolism, like you said. But I wasn't a professional athlete. And you're paying these guys as investments. You know, when you're Floyd Mayweather, he's his own guy. He's doing his own thing. This is a team sport. You know, some of these guys could be a... a a bag a Chester hot fry bag away from looking like Zion at his worst okay. you know like you don't want a guy gaining weight like that when you're paying him all that money plus yeah. you know he did well in the movie Hustle I love that movie Hustle what if he starts putting on those pounds okay. those rolls go away and he gets other roles instead like as a professional athlete I think that's a bad example to set
5: uh, so, we- uh, <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> mid outside of his that's appearance on the uh, the mass Singer this week DeMar Hamlin yeah. is actually turning his, uh, his little tragedy into some good he's partnering with the American heart association to start a campaign to spread cpr awareness which is great i think it's great hold on to create the three for heart challenge um his social media campaigns three steps you have to learn hands-on cpr donate to the american heart association and challenge three people to do the same his first three people tom brady lebron and michelle obama
3: so <laughs> yeah, will they accept the challenge when you're demar
4: hamlin and you're the you know the the great story of the year right michelle obama lebron and tom brady have to answer i think this is major i love it in fact i think everyone should take cpr and i'm not just sounding like a do-gooder. i think it's great danny g you and the wifey are expecting a baby have you taken baby cpr yet I have, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. we, my wife and I did that. I think
3: everyone should at least have yeah, a refresher what? every so often. I did that too, like 13 years ago, and I don't remember any of it. Well, well, take, take you a have to get refreshed every that's two years. So, you know, I think you—that's the point here. Like, you got to get refreshed. I think this is a major yeah. story. You I agree pra- with you Rich. Can, you
4: can practice right now. You, can do, you want to do some? Uh... <laughs> no, no, I'm good. But to mouth it's <laughs> it's the perfect story
3: it's... from this tragedy. Yeah. Like, I think it's great. It's great to bring awareness, and it's a reminder to people like me or people who've never done it that, hey, you know what? I'd never want to be in this situation and not know what to do. Yeah, you don't want to be helpless. So I think this is way, a
5: great story. I've done it recently. Yeah. super easy. You go online, you pay a course fee, you do an online portion, and then you do an in-person portion, and you're certified. All right, it's, see? It's easy thing to do. Anyone can do it. Available, Very available. Especially if you're a, a parent, Especially yeah, if
3: you have yeah. a little one or a little one on the way, like Danny G. I challenge. Uh, I say, even if you have a little pet, because I wouldn't know what to do if the little doggy started choking. And, Rich, your doggy died because it choked right in front of you guys. As a yeah, kid. when I was a kid. Yeah. It was old. Do- choked on a hot dog. Bad story.
4: Right, terrible story. Um, and, by the way, I challenge uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Dr. Phil, and uh,
5: Tom Brady. They all have time on there. Good hands. one, Rich. All right, let's wrap it up with uh, the Kelsey Bowl coming up. Uh, Mama Kelsey has finally commented on Uh-oh. her two sons playing in the upcoming Super Bowl 57. Her plan when asked how she's going to handle is to just root like crazy when the offense is on the field. So she's going to be screaming her lungs off at the or at the top of her lungs for the entire game. And she even went on f- to further say that the brothers have always been competitive. Always like, you know, uh, first to the table. Last piece of food. First in the car. I love it. You know what, So fun? Yeah, I'll, I'll say right out there.
4: I think this is major. First brothers. couple things. Yeah, really first major. brothers playing each other and and the first time there's two black quarterbacks, so there's a lot of first in this year Super Bowl. Making black history on Black History Month, and I, and I think it's great. Um, I think it's major. Good luck to the Kelsey brothers. Pretty Jeff cool to think they both made it to that level. I
3: don't think yeah. there's any doubt that this is a major story. Jeff I mean, it's like major. a dream come true. It's like, what did Tom Brady say today? He, he lived his absolute dream. Think of the Kelsey family. Think of I'm thinking about them. I'm think no, imagine so your handsome. kids grow up and they're in the Super Bowl competing against each other. It's a great sort of situation to be in. It's awkward, but it's great. And she's the only one that really, truly wins
5: in this entire story. Speaking of awkward, but uh, great, Dan Byer. Hey, Dan.
3: Hey. Let's go. <laughs> I love Dan. Dan Byer.
6: Hi, Dan. Best transition ever. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
7: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast.
1: basically everyone was expecting if not a calamity certainly a recession
0: but the problem is that that paperwork as our reporting showed is fake as someone who's covering the market i'm often very
5: worried about an imminent collapse so i'm thinking about it quite often
6: listen to the big take on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts you getting emotional over there or what i'm just thinking about tom brady <laughs>
3: Tom. It work for him as well. It could work for any of them, right? Yeah, his it could work for
4: anyone. The Last well, of
3: Us. We haven't seen the Last of Doctor Phil. He did say he'd be reintroducing old shows and clips here and there, so he will be live from like his house and his, and his Ebenezer we, Scrooge nightcap. And
4: we haven't seen the Last of Tom
3: Brady, who is going to be in the Fox booth for ten years. <laughs> so yeah, but he got great advice from Colin Cowherd today. Colin said, "You know what, Tom? You know what, Tommy?" I'm not here to give you advice, but if I could just give you a little whisper. Take a break. Sure. You deserve it. You've earned it, buddy boy.
4: Yeah, relax. Come back to Fox Sports in a year. Um, and we, we play this because The Last of Us on HBO getting rave reviews and this random Linda Ronstadt song.
3: Well, it's not that random. It's random to bozos who don't know who Linda Ronstadt. I'm sorry, is. I
4: didn't know much about Linda Ronstadt oh, in the '70s Boza.
3: before I was born. I mean, she's legendary. I know, but this
4: isn't. I don't think this she's is her top hit. Deal. She's it kind is, of
3: like I don't know, famous. This is her top hit. You know, my mom would throw her shoe at you for saying that. Yeah, she would say, you know, she's Mexican, right? She's very proud all of All right, that. put down your chonkla, Mrs. Kavino. <laughs> um,
4: but I will say, they said 5,000% uptick in streams on Spotify and downloads on Apple and well, all your like
5: services. Three streams a week. That's not that hard to beat.
4: <laughs> so, Linda Ronstadt is not seeing a dime, though. That's the weird part. Unlike Kate Bush, who saw all that extra money because of Stranger Things, she's not seeing the money. Kate Bush, by Where's the way. Going? She sold her music assets a year ago.
3: Oh, really?
5: Oh. <laughs> I know. I know. Her and Bieber.
3: Kate Bush nominated to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2023. That was announced today with some of my favorites Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, Willie Nelson, and more. So, congratulations to the nominees. And by the way, Linda Ronstadt's 76.
4: I don't think she's made millions. She sold her catalog a year ago. I don't think she needs a little extra bump from a TV
3: show. I think she's fine. But pretty cool to see the comeback there or to see people actually appreciating some good quality music i mean it's kind of sad i don't rock out to that i prefer some ozzy osbourne i don't think anyone rocks out too long long time by linda <laughs> yeah. Ronstadt. in fact i don't think I that's,
4: mean uh, you kind of do i can picture
5: ramos doing it yeah i
4: feel mean, like uh, you know i spot like uh you and i sit next to that's each other that's funny because you were
5: playing it the other
4: day was he not spotty he boy? was yeah
5: oh yeah way to he set like, the mood he like was playing it on his phone placed it in our studio and just
4: walked away it's well, true let me, let me give everyone a little behind the scenes we do Fox Sports Radio every day, but every morning, if you want more Kavino and Rich, Uncensored, we talk about a lot of stuff, we do a Patreon podcast
5: every morning. We talk about Ramos behind his back.
3: <laughs> I, if any, I, we if, would never. If, if I talk about
4: wow. Ramos, it's always how much I love him.
5: But do, we, Ramos, we do, a But
4: we do a podcast every morning. So these guys come over my house. We have a home studio, a whole setup. And in the morning, I have like a wake-up chill mix with all – like, honestly – that corny, doesn't wake me up
3: though. It's a great song but it puts me to bed. To me,
4: I like corny slow stuff in the morning. Like Cat Stevens, Linda Ronstadt, like I take a Billy Joel, I take it back to like stuff that reminds me of my parents that they would play on like a Saturday
3: morning. I mean, I do appreciate Yacht Rock. I'm not saying that this it's is necessarily Yacht Rock, but I it, like that yeah. vibe, right? I, I play like slow. You give me a little stick. Seals and Croft, Ramos. I'm feeling pretty sweet. Maybe a little Christopher Cross. Yeah. 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 A little Sailing. Uh, little, Some sticks. Sailing. little Dan uh, Rundgren. I'm Sailing. Todd I mean, Todd. who's Dan? I meant, I meant Dan Fogelberg. I, combined, <laughs> no, I combined, combined Dan Fogelberg and Todd Ah, <laughs> cool. uh,
4: But no, I, I do think that... Well, we all agree that different moods require different music, right? I agree. Like if you're getting pumped up to go play sports or go to a game or you're having a barbecue, that's a different vibe than Saturday morning, maybe throwing the oldies or some yacht rock. That's, that's a different vibe. If you're make, I, Don't you remember like your mom making pancakes? What do you always say? Your mom would make pancakes and would be blessing oldies when you were a kid. Oldies...
6: No, that's that's weird. Weird. My music. mom had gangster rap on when she was making <laughs> no pancakes. She got two yeah. while she making those flapjacks.
3: Explains a lot. I don't know if, if that's true or not. I can never tell with Danny G. No, that's true. But yeah. it's a it's a weird day because it makes you reflect on Damn. how much time has passed. Like you just said, Linda Rodstadt, <laughs> who was featured in The Last of Us this weekend, she's 76. Tom Brady retired 45, but long career. Damn. Ozzy Osbourne 74. Doctor Phil 72. And here we are, haven't even peaked yet, Cavino and Rich. Don't so you know Danny G's childhood weekends? He used to have Wu-Tang waffles, right, Danny? Oh, Wu-Tang,
6: <laughs> yes.
5: <laughs> Wu-Tang
4: waffles every Sunday morning. Uh, let's say what's up to Mark in Medford. You're on with Cavino and Rich. What's up, Mark? Hey, Mark.
1: Well, I was gonna I was gonna say something about Tom Brady, but you know what? I don't wanna talk about his personal life. I will say this much though. I'm not so sure that he's the perfect role model outside of football that he's made out to be. And you know what, though? That's part of the business. That's part of the business that I don't like. So I don't really want to talk about it. He had a great career, and I wish him luck. I did want to say, though, I knew Linda Rodstead for a very brief time.
4: Lucky her. Oh.
1: Wow. Well, you, I don't yeah. know about it. I don't know how lucky she was. You did lovers? you court her? Yeah, did you court her, her, her back in the day? Her Mark, when she walked away from me, I tell you that. Mark,
4: Mark, let me ask you. You, you could tell the Fox Sports Radio Nation, but you got to be honest though. Did you make love to Linda
1: Ronstadt? I knew Linda Ronstadt. I didn't even know Intimately? that I was with Linda Ronstadt. Till the moment she walked away from me. Mark, I'll be honest. I would give you a fake name,
4: too. Uh, Let's go to Boise Bob. Boise (laughs) Bob. What's up, man?
6: (laughs) Love you, Mark. How's it going, gentlemen? So much there to unpack.
1: I know. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Look, good fences make good neighbors, okay?
7: Okay. And while I
1: appreciate what Mr. Brady
7: has done for officiating in the NFL, I do think I will be missed
3: the most. thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> thank yeah. you, Dr. thank Dr. you, Doctor. Thank you, Mr. Phil. No, Doctor Phil. I mentioned earlier that my mom one time said to me that she loves Doctor Phil, and I'm like, slow down, mom. <laughs> Relax. He's not that awesome. So, oh, he's got the bluest <laughs> eyes. So
4: we ask you, is it? It is weird to hear, but who is your mom's crush? Like, when you think about your childhood, even now, like, is it weird when your mom's like, he's so handsome,
3: like, your mom with Dr. Phil, and who's that other, like, ballad singer your mom likes? My mom has the hots. She doesn't say this, of course. I'm just saying, I read between the lines. My mom's very conservative. Like, she'd never admit oh, to it. Oh, Stephen. Yeah. How dare you? You know I only love your father. <laughs> Right, but still look. you should hear my mom gush over, like, standard singer Steve Tyrell. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Steve Tyrell. Oh, Steve Tyrell. I can see my dad getting all mad when she
6: talks about him, too.
3: Hey, Steve hey, Tyrell. Why don't you stop talking about Steve Tyrell?
6: You guys remember who my mom was hot for.
3: No, I don't. That's what I wanted.
4: To I
6: bring for you. Yeah, you you can hit the notes. You're going to. I know you are. Aaron Neville.
4: Oh, oh you no, know Neville, Like Aaron Neville. The
6: Hots, right? That's so funny. It's so funny though because a lot of I these people
4: don't are
3: like no, you, you think of your dad and you're like, yeah, I'm I don't. I do you like dad. Ahead. And you know who else my mom always gushes over? I don't know, but she. I don't know if she has the Hots for him, but she's like Steven Luis Miguel. <laughs> Luis, like, he's like the Mexican like Sinatra. He's like a Mexican superstar. Luis look, Miguel is so good. And you're like, oh mom, likes, she, she looks bad booney. Yeah, no, but it's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> and Rich, I feel like your your mom didn't she like a specific Raider growing oh, my, up? My my brother's name is Jim. My my
4: younger brother, Top Jimmy James. My mom loved Jim Plunkett, number sixteen. And I met Jim Plunkett. And You know what's so funny? I found it in my house. I never I gave it to my did. mom. Da, da. What did no, you find I, in your house? No, I found it. When I, when I met
3: Jim Plunkett, I got, Where his, was this I got Jim Plunkett. Met, he met Jim Plunkett in his parents' bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Which is so weird. When you say And it he it. gave Rich an autographed jersey. When you say it, you mean a pair of his underwear? I, so and it's it. weird. If you look at the
5: jersey, it says to my son, Rich. Game oh, used. Wait
6: a minute. No,
5: Richard Simmons you know, it's is weird. my dad. You, no, no. Brother, you know, it's weird. You and your brother really don't look alike.
4: So my my mom loved Jim Plunkett. So when I met him at a Super Bowl uh, you know, we go to the Super Bowl, we be, we'll be there all next week. A lot of the legends are there. I met Jim Plunkett. I told him the story. And he's like, let me write your mom a letter. And I never gave it to her. It's like, dear Mary Ann, thanks for having the- it. I have it. I found it the other
6: day. Rich, at your championship what? Sunday party at your house, yeah. when we were playing catch with the football, yeah. this explains a lot. You are airing that sucker yeah. out. Yeah. I'm Jim Plunkett's son. son. (laughs) Yeah, no, so um,
4: you know, my mom—that's why you two get along, Danny. She said this to me the other day, and I was like, "Mom, really?" She goes, "Richie, I think, I think my my mom's a Raiders fan like you, Danny J." She goes, "I think my Raiders are gonna get Jimmy Garoppolo." My goodness, he's going to look so hot in silver and black. And I'm like, Mom! My mom thinks he's very handsome. So no. hot. You know what someone, to say? someone get the host. Rich and, I,
3: Rich and I were having a debate on our, our Patreon show about Jimmy G and Christian McCaffrey or whatever. My mom hit me up. She's like, Jimmy G is really handsome, yes. but I do think Christian McCaffrey's very handsome. He yes. like, is. Yeah, yeah Camino's you
4: know in denial. Because we said, we said uh, Christian McCaffrey. Guy's we eight we eight might back. have an opportunity to uh, interview him here on Fox Sports Radio, Super Bowl week, where we were sort of talking behind the scenes about Christian McCaffrey. And Kavino's like, yeah, he's all right. I'm like, him and Olivia Culpo might be the best-looking couple Maybe she in just the makes NFL. everybody look ugly because it.
3: She's really beautiful. But um, your parents' crush is funny to think oh, about. Nah. Well, we'll see
4: you guys tomorrow. Uh, until then, have a great Wednesday. Derchi, baby. See you in
3: the promised land. Have a good night. Goodbye.